0: Welcome to the Dermot and Dave Out Believe Tour podcast, a new series giving you the chance to catch all the action behind the scenes. Dermot and Dave's Outbelieve Tour podcast. With Sky, proud partner and supporter of our women's
1: national football team. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Dermot and Dave's Outbelieve Tour podcast. <laughs> On this week's episode, we all know Australia is full of sharks, but what do you actually do if you see the fin coming out of the water? We talked to Bondi Rescue about that very thing. You think the weather's bad in Ireland? It's even suckier in Perth. And also, Dave's not here because he's gone off to do something very special. He's back!
2: Dave! (laughs)
1: Guys, you the theatre s- of the mind.
2: I thought you were standing us up.
3: Uh, no, sorry. I just uh, got an Uber and it was just a few minutes late. Sorry, because I had to go guitar shopping. Are um, we talking about guitar shopping? Well, we are now. Okay. Uh, I went to guitar shopping. I bought a guitar. Is this okay? Where is it? It's downstairs. I can't even show it to you. Why? Because, very kindly, what they've done is they've... I, I upgraded the backpack that comes with it to a, to a hard case because I need to ship it or... Take it on the plane or whatever, back to Ireland. So it's in a hard case, but it's also then in the box that the hard case comes in, and that's been like cable tied shut and cellotaped and everything. So it's really secure.
2: So you can you can't show us.
3: I can't show you what it looks like.
2: How do you know that they haven't just gone this idiot from Ireland? (laughs) Let's fill it full of just planks of wood. (laughs) He won't notice till he gets home you've no I, idea i didn't think
3: about that until now but i'm gonna trust the lads at Ormsby guitars in fact given the expensive nature of the woods that they have in australia if they filled it with wood i'd probably make money on it <laughs> I could just sell sell the exotic tops and necks and everything
1: i think the fact that it's wrapped really well um I just think baggage handlers see that as a challenge. (laughs) It's not a deterrent. It's a challenge. (laughs) They're going to go, ooh, double wrapped, cable tied. Hey, Tony, bring over the forklift. Let's see if we can't drive over this expensive instrument.
3: (laughs) Beto, who's a Venezuelan lad who works in the company, uh, was kind of taking me on the tour. He explained to me that one of their cases did get run over by uh, baggage handling forklift. Oh, and all that happened to the guitar was, because the case withstood the weight of the forklift, but the, but a bit of it pushed down and made a little mark up beside one of the, the tuners on the guitar head. That was it.
0: Isn't well, the arm sticking out of the top of it? The handle. Handle? Yeah. What if that breaks? Like, that's just a tiny piece of wood sticking out the top.
3: Well, if that breaks, doesn't the handle of the, the guitar doesn't have a handle, the handle of the case. Guitars don't have handles. <laughs> I mean I've designed yeah. some weird guitars in my time Sean but it doesn't have a handle what,
2: what if we get to the airport because we still have one more inland flight to do They're they are not I'm just going to say it they're not as sound as the Owl <gasps> International lads right How dare you so when we rock up to the check based in our bags that, sorry
1: based on that one guy <laughs> and your bag was massively overweight
2: <laughs> uh, and the other bag was massively <laughs> underweight um, if we rock up now tomorrow to mm-hmm. check in our bags and they go sorry sir you're gonna have to open that up what are you gonna do it's cable tied and wrapped to be jesus yeah
3: i'm I'm not foreseeing that's gonna be an issue like they don't need to see what's in it it just needs to be a certain way to like, pay the money
2: he's he's carrying
3: but that's what's secu- the that it goes Say through to my little friend the, the guy the who takes your money off you at the desk and gives you your boarding card doesn't run security
1: but don't you have to pay a A premium for a musical instrument.
3: Yeah, I will have to pay whatever it costs to get it both to Brisbane and then to Ireland. So, you know, look, let's not discuss the money it's (laughs) going to cost to get this home. (laughs) I'm excited. I just bought a new guitar. Um, Yeah, I'm very, 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 very happy. And the people (coughs) in Orangeview Guitars are so sound. And can you describe the guitar? Yeah, so it's I guess what you would call a kind of normal guitar shaped. Anyone that's an electric guitar shape, it's called a Strat shape. Uh, Stratocaster is the Fender guitar invented in the 50s that we all know very well. So very normal shape. However, uh, it has a harpoon headstock, okay? So this is where when the strings go up the guitar and they meet the guitar tunering mm. heads at the top, that top bit of the guitar, mm. uh, you can kind of do any shape you want there. Some people do three on one side, three on the other side. Some people do six in line, you know, on one side or whatever. This has six on one side. But the guitar itself, that the guitar headstock is cut out and s- comes back around on a point so it looks like a harpoon you know harpoons mm. the, you know, yeah. the old fashioned way of spearing fish or whatever cool but actually again Perry Ormsby who runs the company was telling me he had to do loads of maths to figure out how to shave off wood but still have enough strength in the wood because there's so much tension on those strings a lot yeah. of people don't realise the amount of yeah. PSI or whatever it is but the amount of pressure on certain parts of a guitar when the strings are, are tight so he had to work out all this mats and put make sure there was 16 mil of wood here and 18 mil of wood this way, whatever. But it looks absolutely amazing. And then the color of it is... Is it the one I picked on the plane? No. No, because I didn't actually see this one when we were sitting on the plane. Because you didn't like it, the one I picked. Um, so I didn't like it. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just I wanted other things. I thought I wanted something called a dragon burst color, which is a purple uh, into a kind of a a magenta like a dark purple into a bright magenta I thought that's what I wanted until I saw this which is it's really dark around the edges and then it goes really light blue and kind of woody beige coming out the middle it's gorgeous no it's not gorgeous. just pieces of wood they put into the case <laughs> 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 that's what they told you was I'm in there. gonna be disappointed uh, which I'm very excited to get it home and play it Class. and guys it's got fan frets Are we all excited about I fan mean, frets yeah. I, won't, I won't explain fanfare. So that's a different kind of podcast. But anyway, I'm just very sorry. As long about it.
1: as you have enough PRSI anyway to pay, <laughs> pay it off on it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all that matters. PRSI. I've just been to the gym and uh, I've got post gym jelly arms. And holding <laughs> this microphone <laughs> is particularly difficult. Oh, your hand's
2: shaking. <laughs>
3: Like, God help me when I go to shampoo my hair in
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well look you're not swimming away from a shark Am I right? Segway segway Next part of the podcast <laughs> uh, Yeah we were on Bondi Beach And we hung out with Hoppo Which you, you all know from Bondi Rescue Man's an absolute legend And a total celebrity Like yeah. s- more selfies than we've ever had to take in yeah. Ireland
1: Bondi's interesting It's a little bit trashy Like it's a little bit scuzz, scuzzy isn't it? That's harsh bit? That's harsh
3: i I'd agree like the but beach dormant.
1: is nice. I I would say in the in the heat and the height of summer, I'd say it's a bit of a in the nicest possible way, a bit of a balibunyan.
0: I think our beaches in Ireland oh, that was a bit shady, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think from being in Bondi, I think our beaches in Ireland are nicer.
3: But suppose it's very different. This is a horseshoe beach, so it's of only a particular size. You know what I mean? Because it kinda comes in and around, obviously, in the shape of a horseshoe. So you know, there's, it can only be a certain size. Like my, the beach I live beside in Port Marnock in Dublin is two kilometers long or whatever. So it's obviously, Bondi isn't that at all. But it's popular because the surf is unbelievable. So mm. there's people always surfing all year round. In Bondi. In Bondi. And then there's like, it's such a popular spot to go and say you've been to Bondi and everything that goes around it. So the bars and the restaurants and the nightlife and the fun and the crack and the bring the kids during the day and whatever else. There's 30,000 people there. On a normal, hot summer, sunny on weekend the beach. on the beach. Yeah. So it's not massive. It is gonna be absolutely jam packed full of people. But I don't think the area around it, like I I wasn't I didn't think it was kind of in any way scuzzier than, you know, other beaches. I didn't expect it to be kind of
1: yeah, okay, I'm idyllic, in hard on it, I'm like in hard like it. The, the Wit Sunday. <laughs> sorry, <the> wit sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's the, he's tired. gonna tell Hopo on you.
3: The, uh, the Whit Sunday that Sean wants to go or is supposed to go and see. I've never been. But these are like, they get awarded the best beaches in the world. These are the ridiculous, like, turquoise, Mm. proper blue water. The absolute whitest sand you can imagine. Yeah. Absolute nightmare to walk on. The Bondi
2: was, that was quite white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For
1: a city beach, you know. I mean, you look at our city beaches, a lot of them, particularly on the East Coast, you know, leave a lot to be desired. But um, last time I was in Australia, I I went to a really, I can't remember the name of the area, um, but it's like a really beautiful beach further up the coast. But it's where the exterior of the home and away ah, surf cool. club is. That is cool. Yeah, so that that was pretty
3: cool. That's like, I would say most Australians, if there isn't to this, would go, "Why are you going to Bondi? It's just a tourist trap. It's, it's a, you know, t- yeah. whereas the, the temple as you bar said, of yeah, it is because <laughs> I think like <laughs> so I've listened to enough Australian crime podcasts and know they talk about like the North Beaches of Sydney yeah. being completely amazing but even, or whatever. But, uh, even our know.
2: boss back home, Fiona, was talking about Bronte Beach. Mm. And saying that, that actually that is a way more beautiful beach than yeah. Bondi.
3: But Bondi's the iconic one. The one but then she still sent
2: see. us to Bondi. <laughs> yeah. She didn't want us to
3: see beauty. She wanted us to be uh, iconic.
2: Just when, get to work.
0: When you were here the last time, did you do the Bondi to Kudji Walk? I think I spoke about this before.
3: No, I didn't do it. That
0: Now, that is cool. When you're walking along that, the houses along there are like proper... Like stuff you'd see in selling sunset, it's just like all glass houses Mm. on a cliff looking onto Bondi. And oh, it's amazing that is that part of it is cool. I
3: I get the impression that anywhere in Australia, if you're at the coast and you're near a beach and your gaff is there, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Like they're all like all the beaches that that we were at, the I was at the other day in a certain part of Perth. Like the beaches were breathtaking, the houses were unbelievable, the views were ridiculous. And I'd say if you were up north in the northern territories on the coast it's probably the same if you were you know in melbourne or up in queensland like it's just it is breathtakingly beautiful
2: do you know what i couldn't get past is like you know when you're on a beach at home and you're like ah yeah like go in the water if you want like fine whatever like you two ran into the water on bondi beach Mm. and i was like oh my god this is the end I'm going to see a fin it's going to make its way up to Dermot Dave and I'm just going to gobble them up right away because I'm so aware of like how many sharks are looking back at me right now that I don't know about well that's the thing I mean I
3: suppose look it's hard to get past the monster impression we have of things like grey white sharks or whatever yeah. but I know it and I know these facts never really get into our psyche but all the things like more people die from cows than die from sharks every year all around the world or more people die from donkeys standing on them every year whatever it is (laughs) like they're all true like the amount of shark attacks are so low however we're here for two weeks and about three days ago what was the first item on the news A shark attack. (laughs) So it just happens infrequently, but it happens enough for the the kind of myth of the monster in your head to be Mm. perpetuated. Well,
1: I guess if you are going swimming in Australia, maybe even on Bondi, you have to know what to do if you're there swimming around and then and you see the fin coming out of the water. What do you do if a shark appears in front of you? Well, we put that question to Hopper from Bondi Rescue on Bondi Beach, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, we do. We've had that over the years. Put the alarm on,
3: people all scamper out, and yeah.
0: Wait, so there's an alarm for when there's a shark road?
3: Yeah, so if we see a, a shark or someone alerts us and we identify it, we uh, put the, the siren on, and uh, once the siren goes on, everyone knows to get out of the water.
0: <laughs> well, just, does everyone just come running at
3: once? Yeah, pretty much most come running out, but the board riders, most of them, they'll stay in, but most of the swimmers will get out. Can you say that phrase for me? There's a shark in the water.
2: Do
1: you know what's the most amazing thing about that? Is that some people hear the shark alarm and don't get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've all been having breakfast the day after a wedding in a hotel and you hear the fire alarm. You're like, I'm not moving. I've got sausages in front of But it's a different kettle of fish, yeah, yeah. literally, <laughs> yeah. when
3: you know there's a shark in the water and you're like, yeah, I think I'll take my chances. Have you ever seen the drone? They have drones that can fly out over certain beaches where the sharks really are, I think, way more so than Bondi. But they have loudspeakers attached to them. So the drone pilot flies out because he can obviously see into the water that you can't see when you're on the level of the water. Yeah. And particularly um, paddle boarders, stand-up mm. paddle boards, uh, whatever movement they do with the oar in the water and the, the way the board is shaped, sharks are attracted to them. So they'll fly over, they'll talk down and they'll say, mate, just to let you know, there's a great white you know 20 metres away he's Ew. looking at, and there's guys go okay thanks and they just sit on their paddleboard. and they what? stop paddling
0: because oh, they're
3: not going to make it back in Like, so they just have to stop the movement that's attracting the shark and the, the drone will stay the oh, shark will circle terrifying. and then head off do you know I the part that,
0: out of all the animal stuff we've done this week Right, the part that scares me and I was saying this to Grace the Australian producer koalas this, no what <laughs> <all laughs> like I mean everything. is do you ever go to these like enclosures <laughs> or anything like that or and they're like um animals can sense fear so if they if they come running at you <laughs> stay still or, or, or don't paddle like how are you supposed to stay still if an animal is running at you it's like that's the part that scares me all, all every time we've done anything animal related it's mm. like animals can sense fear <laughs> Yes. So you I watch what we love- do is just stand there and be fearful and let Sean's them kill Sean's reaction
2: me. whenever when we were at that the wildlife park Sean's reaction whenever an animal was anywhere near him he was like no, no, no. What's that doing there? What's that doing there? There was a bird outside its cage nearly looking back into the cage wanting to get back in and Sean was like no, no. That's not safe. That's what What's he doing there? Why is he out of his cage? I can, go.
0: I can honestly tell you, none of that was put on for theatrical. Oh, we know, like, Sean. I Oh, no, I know. Didn't
3: enjoy it.
2: But speaking of being in that wildlife park, lads, the rain that fell would put Ireland to shame.
3: Honestly, it's been so crazy here the last little while. Like, since we got to Perth, there, we had a couple of days at the weekend which were glorious, just beautiful days, 18 to 20 sun was out when the sun was out it was really warm if you were someone behind a cloud or you were in the shade a bit cooler but like it's their winter but like proper irish summer day and then the rain everyone oh they're all telling us oh, rain's on the way every uber driver every person we met was like oh it's gonna rain during the week and then wednesday night wednesday all day but then wednesday night at the game oh my god and thursday at the wildlife park just torrential rain yeah
1: yeah but like it's their winter Like, it could be way worse. Like, it's sunny today. We're all in shorts. Mm. And we're like, the weather here. What a joke. (laughs) No, but it's it rains. Cast your mind to say, like, the 3rd of February (laughs) in Ireland. How's that working out? Yeah, but but it wasn't
2: the rain that fell in the wildlife park. That rain, like, even when we came out of, we were in a little enclosure. And when we came out, Deb, our tour guide, was like, oh, my, like, it's flooded. The place was flooded. You mm. just step over like little mini lakes <laughs> because of the rain that fell. Actually, can I just say, <laughs> one bit grossed me. Out. I'm not like an over likely...
3: Pr- prudish.
2: Yeah, I'm not prudish. Very what, Maria? We're very watching
3: an ad today about earwax cleaning and you to turn away from the television. Because I was eating. Just- oh, but ve- very
2: few things turn my stomach, right? And what comes out of people, animals, whatever, noses, I can't cope with. (laughs) I used to be a hotel cleaner. You see everything, right?
0: Oh, God, that's disgusting. You see everything.
2: (laughs) The only thing I can't cope with is what comes out of your nose. Um, And I sat down while you had... Dave had this snake around his neck. Yeah, Onyx. Pulling a Britney Spears, as somebody Mm -hmm. quite funnily said. Uh, I sat down beside Deb, our tour guide, uh, who was holding Jesse, the stinky wombat, and... I looked just as she was um, picking the wombat's nose. And she was like, oh, oh, Jesse, you've got boogers. You have got buggers, You have boogers up your nose. Oh, boogers. And the wombat was like trying to get away from her. Like, <laughs> get off my nose. I can pick and my I own nose, thank <laughs> you very much. I have never wanted to vomit <laughs> on the spot so much in my life. It was the most disgusting uh, thing I've ever seen. Uh, oh.
3: I love it. I said this, I think it was in the, it was in the Uber the other day. I so said, I don't want to jinx this trip to Australia because we're not finished yet. <laughs> yeah. Still got a few days in Perth and then we're going to Brisbane. Yeah. Isn't this the most insect-free Holiday you've ever been on?
2: Well, the only person that's seen an insect was me. <laughs>
3: but that's what I mean. But you saw one cockroach. <laughs> <A>
2: cucaracha. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> una cucaracha in Sydney, and like, and it was a baby.
2: It was a small one, but it lived under a glass. But one had boogers up its nose. <laughs>
3: <We> <laughs> spider buggers Someone called Deb. We had a spider expert come on the show before we left to tell you all about the funnel web spiders, mm. the huntsman. I do
2: check my runners every morning.
3: That's good. You're supposed to. But
2: I will say in s- where we stayed in Sydney. Sydney I definitely felt like there were more chances of bugs getting in
3: right
2: here for some reason well sorry not for some reason I have no windows in my room so I am quite yeah, we also have a
3: front door that doesn't close so if Etten wants to get in yeah but I'm can. the
2: furthest from it you so are it's not going to get me first
3: Maria lives through a cupboard in Narnia <laughs>
2: so I, I still check my runners in the mornings But I don't lock them away. I was locking them away. Well it's 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 only time. It's
3: no surprise. most of the creatures are hibernating. Yeah, but even like flies, like there's been there's been nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like I saw a fly the other day in, in the wildlife thing yesterday, going for a wee you was saw a fly, fly going, <laughs> going for a week. No, I was going for a week. Oh, and I was fly, like, how does that work? It's <laughs> kind of like, cocked their leg. <laughs> <laughs> Which leg? <laughs> and I kind of flicked at it for it to go away and kind of went, and it, I just realized I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen hardly any insects this entire time. I don't know. Oh, god. I think it's better than it's supposed to be, Maria. Yeah,
1: well I guess if we come back in summer it'll be a different story.
2: No, thanks, I'm good. <laughs> Maria, look at the Jesus, <laughs> boy, look at the No, no, no.
3: Didn't work. Bye.
2: <laughs> no on the next episode We're going to find out Which of us is The best housemate And which is the worst Ooh!
3: Ooh. Interesting.
0: You've been listening To a Today FM podcast We hope you'll join us again For the next episode German and Dave's Out Believe Tour podcast With Sky Proud partner and supporter Of our women's National football team